<laughs> now guys, it does take hard work and practice to be a musician. I see you're eager to get started. Why don't you jam out on a few chords? I'll check back with you in a little bit. Okay, have fun. <laughs> Come on, dumbass, play it. <laughs> check this out. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you're gonna That was cool, Beavis. <laughs> We're like on our way. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Okay. Is that Wrath of Khan or what that's referring no, no. to from Wrath of Khan? No, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Okay. And the best of times means we got rid of Cuomo. We got rid of Cuomo. Uh, <laughs> what was the one thing? I, I, I think I sent it to you. It's a yeah. playoff of the They Live with Roddy Piper. Yes. What is it? I have come here to kill old people and grope women, and I'm all yes, out of old people. Old people. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's our guy. And he said he did it because he's old and Italian. Yes. Which really pisses me off. Yes. After all your Italian bullshit last week. Literally, it's like, <laughs> hey, oh, what it, the hell? Yeah. What's going on to this now? Yeah, it's, it's the, it's the culture. This. Yeah, it's the culture. It's, it's the Italian way. We're touchy-feely. Like, really, dude? I, I grab anything I'm on. I see uh, a boobies to grab. I see an ass to grab. It. Hey, macho galupita. And a welcome to a se- episode of 172 of the Slam Tell Podcast. Yes. And we're not alone this week. Yes. It's the BRZ show. The BRC? The BRZ. Yeah, BRZ. The Bruce, Ron, and Zach show. So our Zach is here. Hi, Zach. Hi. Okay. There we go. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, the gimmick is is working well. Perfect. I, I want at least second billing in the list. Can it be the Bruce Zach and Ron show? Yeah, I could think. BZR? Okay, yeah. BZR. Okay, I can agree with that. I'll write that down. Maybe I'll make that the title. BZR. All right. Uh, we got a packed list here, Bruce, because it's we been a while. We've been here in three weeks. Yeah. Three and a half weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. And lots of stuff has happened. Yeah, Friday, uh, I, we were going to record Sunday, but uh, I had a monster headache. Uh, I went to bed like at 6 o'clock that night. Sorry, Bruce, I have a headache. Yes. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. So I have this humongous list here of stuff. Bye. So we better get started. Yeah. Let's just go to the news items first. To the two big stories, I guess you could say, while we were away. The big one, Steve Ritchie. Leave Stern to go to Jersey Jack Pinball. Yep, we were wrong. We were wrong. So this came up while we were on our little hiatus, and neither of us believed it. But the thing is, at Allentown, we talked to some people who know some people in the know, and they were all saying, you know, it's true. We're like, no. And we still didn't believe it. And then I was hearing, you know, it's going to be announced Monday on, um, I think, August 2nd. It's going to be announced. And it was like, no. And then yeah. it was announced August 2nd. So what do we all think about this? 
it was very surprising. Very surprising. I was really taken back. I don't know why he would decide to leave Stern where you have a job that's been pretty good, but I guess he felt like he wasn't getting his He wasn't having and- fun. Yes. I guess the timeline is in March he decides he's he's not really having fun anymore there at Stern. So he starts talks with Jersey Jack, which obviously took a while, March to July. Yeah. They talk back and forth and agree to whatever. And then on July, well, actually, a couple of days before he does this, he tells one person at Stern what he's going to do. And this is all from the uh, Jersey Jack podcast, by the way, if you want to hear it in Steve's own words. Mm-hmm. Then on Monday, July 26, he comes into Stern and hands in his resignation and leaves. Bye-bye. See ya! Yep. No two weeks notice, even? He gave one week. Not really. He didn't get one week notice. He just quit. It was a week before he started Jersey Jack, but he just quit on the 26th. Then, I assume that was in the morning, then, and I, ch- I checked the times on this, then at 3.45 p.m. on the Pinball subreddit, a post appears saying, Steve Ritchie to Jersey Jack Pinball. That was like its first appearance, and, and, and it ended up on Pinside, and everyone's like, is this true? There's no way this could be true. And it was. Yep. And then on August 2nd, Jersey Jack announced it. They had like a video, pictures of him entering the factory. Some of it looked was kind of awkward, <laughs> to be honest. To say the least. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And then he's like standing next to his mortal enemy, yes. Pat Waller. And they're, you know, it's like, okay. It's almost like they went out of the way to show that. Like, see, they're okay. Look, they're buddies they're now. Buddies. They're buddies now. My buddy. My buddy, wherever he goes, I, oh, whatever. Sorry. My buddy and me like to climb up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that was the timeline. And I guess the week in between him quitting and him going to Jersey Jack, he drank a lot. That's what he said. Wow. What did I do? <laughs> Here's the issue I have with this. When's this game going to come out? You got... Guns N' Roses right now, they're going to be doing that in the next year. Then Toy Story after that. Then it's going to be Eric Minier's next game. So we're talking like 2024, 25. I mean, he's going to be 74, 75 years old. What the hell? Of all the manufacturers who don't need another designer, Jersey Jack is probably the top one. Yeah, I just... They can't even keep up with their two designers. Yeah. I would have rather see him uh, go to American Pinball. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. That, that would have been nice. That silence is just the befuddlement of us trying to figure out why. Does he think, I mean, it's almost like he alluded to the bill of materials, you know, not being able to make the game he wants to make, etc. Now, we we talked about this before he went on the air. I I contend he has the same bill of materials as the other designers do. Okay. Why don't you think that, Bruce? Do you know something we don't? I'm just saying Jurassic Park looks pretty stacked compared to... Yeah, it does. It looks stacked, to, but it isn't stacked. Well, the mech, the mech is pretty cool, which is the uh, T-Rex. On the premium only. On the yeah, premium exactly. only. So you have, what, the spinner magic? Oh, I never remember what it's called. The thing on... Electric magic. Electric magic. The spinner thingy on Led Zeppelin. A lot more ramps on Jurassic Park. Well, they both got three ramps, don't they? 
No, I think it's only oh, two on the four. Yeah, and then Led I think Zeppelin has three. No, Led Zeppelin kind of has four. On the premium. premium on the premium. On the premium, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking. Yeah, but standard pro on a Jurassic Park is you have the stand up also the toy there with the with the stand up for the cage and I think it's got a lot more and the center hit toy. There's a lot more stuff in that machine than yeah, but there's no scoops, no drop targets, you know, none of that stuff on there either. And they've always in these interviews, they've always contended that they all these designers they get the same the bomb is the same throughout the the organization that the designers get the same bomb. Mm-hmm. So if he's saying that he can't make the game he wants to make, I'm gonna fuck them all. He will be <laughs> able to make it now at Jersey Jack. Like okay, yeah. Actually, I, I bet if you just count all the mechs and ramps, I think Led Zeppelin actually comes out like ahead by one over Jurassic Park. But Jurassic Park, more than almost any other Stern recently, just does a really good job at filling up the playfield. Yeah, I have to say though. <laughs> I don't see how I played Led Zeppelin and the thing is super fast, flowy as hell, etc. And I'm playing this and I'm thinking, how is he going to make a game of Jersey Jack that plays like this? Their flippers mm. are not uh, their game. Jersey Jack games do not play like this. No, they don't. They play like ass. The funny thing is somebody in the Facebook post made a comment. Is he going to fix Jersey Jack's crappy flippers? And Steve Ritchie thumbs up the post, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. We can all pray. Yes, we all can uh, pray. For the love of God, please do fix something. The flippers. Maybe even if it is a software fix, which I still think it is, and they like backport it, then maybe Hobbit will actually not be completely awful to play. It'll have like no, a Hob- one out of Hobbit's five terrible. stars instead of zero out of five stars. Hobbit's still terrible. Ugh. Well, put some put some tech on it, Zach. Why why do their flippers suck again? I still think it's just they're not pulsing them long enough, and then they're running them with like a weird duty cycle at the same time. Yes. You said duty. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, although I haven't, I don't have any Jersey Jacks, so I can't play with one to test it out. But I I think that they could fix it purely in software and even backport it to previous games. It would be good. If anyone wants to donate me a Jersey Jack game, I'll fix your flippers for you. Uh, Or fry them in testing. Maybe both. Uh, It was the best of times. It was the worst worst of times. times. (laughs) I don't know how much more we can go. Good luck, Steve. You're still still Uh, my guy. Uh, Hopefully you can make a kick-ass game of Jersey Jack that will... Hopefully Jersey Jack stays in business long enough for you to release your game. Long enough for you to make the game in the next... You know, three, four years from now when it comes out. Five, seven, eight years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because we know Jersey Jack, they're having issues getting these games built. Wouldn't it be a dick move like, oh, hey, here we go. Steve's first game coming out. Oh, by the way, Stern, we're releasing uh, Steve Ritchie's two Whitewoods <laughs> at the same time as a dick move. <laughs> you just build, build a rotisserie right into the game, just swap between the two. There you go. Well, maybe we should explain what you mean by that. Supposedly, Steve, in the period where he was negotiating with Jersey Jack, he completed two Whitewoods for upcoming games for Stern. Now, do you think Stern will use either of them? They might use a variation of it, but it could be modified. Just like what happened with Deadpool. I mean, I feel like if they already had art and stuff going, like it was that far along, maybe. But if it was literally just like, 
Whitewood's. Yeah, Whitewood Steve's office, and he left. I doubt they're going to care. Yeah, I don't think just by the Deadpool was way further a lot. Well, Deadpool had a special circumstance, but I think yeah, if Joe just like died on the toilet or something, they might have still used his. Yeah. His was farther along. But wouldn't that be a dick move? Like, hey, hey, I see uh, Jersey Jack just announced the new Steve Rich P- Richie pinball machine. Get one cheaper from us. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, I think they like their teams to be fully invested into what they make. So I don't think they're going to use either of his play fields. I just don't see it. Be cool if they just like posted them or something. Posted just to them. See them. Yeah. I mean, he when he was in his little period between Stern when he got fired from Stern and before he got rehired by Stern, he was selling a lot of his uh, CAD drawings yep. of his games, but one of them was actually Avatar because that was going to be his next game after 24. My dad has that picture still. Yeah, I have it somewhere. Yep. But the to me, the interesting thing is, so this is announced and Pinball News does an article or, or a headline on this. And if you read through it, Literally, as just a passing sentence in the article, it basically says this line. They were talking about uh, ACDC and Spider-Man. And he said, these, these two titles were collaborations with Lyman Sheets, who crafted the game's software and rules. Lyman also left Stern Pinball, in his case, at the end of last year. What? <laughs> it was just like... Guys, uh, I don't think this was Pinball News saying, like, oh, yeah, we already knew this. We figured you guys already knew this already. Nobody knew this. Uh, he took himself off Facebook and everything like that also. Well, he, he's been off of Facebook for years. Well, he came back on, a, like I think, like a year ago for like a month and then came right back off. So what do we think about that? Because now I go through Pinside and there's so many. Like he, uh, no, he's, he's, he's going, going to Jersey Jack. He's going to CTC. He's going here. He's going there. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. No one just saying, like, maybe he's retired. Maybe, maybe he just took a tame time off. Maybe he's taking a sabbatical. Maybe he's burned out. Yeah. You know, doing these hot, you know, think about it. He did Spike and Spike 2. He did two of the biggest, longest titles by himself, it seemed like, almost, with Batman and with uh, Elvira. Well, that's, see, you said an important thing with himself. So you... And rumors and things that I've heard or people, even people within Stern didn't know he was gone. And you're figuring like, how is this possible? How do they not know? But you figure, number one, they're all working from home. Yes. Right? And he was working on a viral, which is, I guess, pretty much done. He works alone from stuff I've heard. Yep. He's an island, if you will. You're, you're getting yes. the full Lyman experience when you get a Lyman game. Yes. So I'm sure upper management knew. I mean, yes. obviously he's gone. NHR. But, NHR. Yeah, but if you weren't waiting on him for anything, how would you know? Well, I kind of agree with you. Maybe that's part of why he left too. Is just with the new games, with the color screens and stuff. There's way more programming involved, and we've seen Stern upping the team sizes and and the all the animators and stuff. But like, if he's still working by himself, that's a lot more work that he's doing on stuff that's also not the gameplay related. You know. Yeah, and there's way more pressure on him because he's, I mean, he's one of the only yeah. programmers that is he's advertised as like this is a Lyman game, yes. you know. It, it, this was heavily plugged with Batman and heavily plugged with Elvira. Like you're getting the, the Lyman experience. I can't think of any other programmers there that it's at that level. 
not that level, but they. If you but notice, that's a they, lot they, of like, pressure. I mean, oh, someone like uh, you know, like Bruce here, he expects every Lyman game to be awesome, isn't it? I'm exactly. The last one he touched was Avatar that I didn't like. Oh, okay. <laughs> Being honest, I like Avatar, and it wasn't really the programming; it was the game itself. <laughs> oh, I like Avatar. Third is Avatar. So, do we think he's coming back? Do we think he's retired? What do we think? I think he took a sabbatical. He's just took time off. He's probably got things going on in his life. Guess what? He can be on FMLA. You don't know what's going on. And guess what? I'm glad nobody's hassling him. Hopefully, they're not hassling him. I mean, yeah, he's a private dude, and it's pretty much his business, whatever he wants yeah. to do. If he's retired, congratulations. Enjoy your retirement. If you're taking a sabbatical, hopefully you find the resolution you need. If it's something else, we hope and pray that everything's okay with you and your whole family or anything else. That's what I'm going to say. But guess what? People change their MOs all the time. They, you know, look, I, I owned a bar for three years, you know, then I'm doing this now and I'm now doing this. Things change. Just deal with it. Am I upset about it? Of course I'm upset. I love his programming. His programming hits all the buttons for me. The interesting thing is they're both kind of together, Steve Ritchie and Lyman in the same article here. If you remember, they both came back to Stern at the same time. Yes, they did within for a couple ACDC. months. Yeah. And it was announced at the 2011 Texas Pinball Festival, if I remember, where Steve Ritchie said, you know, Lyman's coming back. We're going to be working on a game. And then the next year, and next year they had ACDC. Yep. All right. And if everyone's come back on the show and tell his side of the story, we have open arms. He did tell us he would come back for number two. Oh, yeah, two. that's right. He did. So we, we got him in 28 episodes. So we got to do like 27 short episodes. <laughs> yeah, we can just bang those out one day in a row, you know. Exactly. We'll edit them all overnight and uh, we'll release them. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, those are the two main news items I had here. The other thing I had here. What have you done in the past month? Exactly. Well, Allentown. 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 First big show that I've been to in two years or whatever. Yep. So what do we think of Allentown? So this this year they had it. uh, The weather was beautiful. That was nice. Except for Thursday. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't there Thursday, but yeah, I was there Thursday, and it sucked Thursday. I'm sorry. I worked all Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the show. I helped Ivan out, and uh, it was an experience. I had a great time. It had to be a hard ass sometimes. (coughs) Yeah, yeah, but uh, I enjoyed it very much. I see the other side of like I've done shows before, and we've actually ran a Rochester Game Room show. But some of the stuff he puts up with, boy, I wouldn't. And it's just the the caliper of his demeanor that he puts up with it. I, we didn't leave the show Saturday until almost 1230 a.m. Because people left games there, junk games. And if he doesn't throw them out himself, the police are going to charge him $150 a game. So people just left games there that they brought in. Yeah, they were trying to sell them. They're pieces of junk. Are we and talking like flea market or like actually in the free play area? Flea market. Yeah. And these were junk. 
And the guy thought he was going to make a million dollars off this crap, and he didn't sell a shit. And he, and he left it there. And so at 12 o'clock, there we are, loading the stuff up and bringing it out to the dumpster and into his trucks just to get rid of it. Hopefully they don't let that vendor in next year. I, I hope not either. I, I said the same thing. And the guy who was working the show, keeping it open, he was supposed to leave at 11 o'clock to go home. And he stuck there with us till 1230. So there, well, you know, he took care of him also, you know. So there's a lot of things people don't see. The power outage was interesting. <laughs> oh, when was the power outage? It was, I we think lost that... power at 6.45 or 7 o'clock, right around 7 o'clock. The whole area lost it. It wasn't just the building. It was the whole area. On Saturday. Yes, on Saturday night. Yeah, while everyone was packing up. Except for the tournament people. <laughs> of course. Of course. And uh, so that was interesting. A lot of people were there. Some were masked, not many. I was surprised about that. It seemed uh, like maybe a quarter at best. Yes. I was one of them. Yes, you were. It was great seeing a lot of people. We all got deals. We brought back, me and Zach brought a ton of shit back. Ron, what did you bring back? What deals did you get? Yeah. I got some spinners. Were they a good uh, deal? I don't know. They were spinners. I got the Gottlieb spinner that you can't get anymore, and I got some, I got a spare cock spinner. For my uh, Dragon Fist, same exact one. So I'm all set. That never breaks off. And I got another Stern Spinner. So yeah, I'm good. Zach, what did you get? A lot of crap. A lot of crap, too. I got a game. I got a game. I got an on beam. I got a Star Trek Bally from my favorite Italian also. (sighs) (laughs) I got the lower half of a Jungle Lord. Yes, you did. I got three playfields. Yeah, I got one playfield. I got a stern chime unit. Got a lot of glass, you and me together. Eleven pieces. Oh, I got glass. I forgot about that. Yep, I got the we all got glass. Uh I got some uh stars drop target mechs. That was cool. Yes, you did. I got the rest of the stars parts that were there. We missed out on the uh playfield. That would have been the good one. What was the playfield that we should have grabbed and we didn't see until Escape. Oh, yeah, that was it. And uh, the deal, the, the two deals of the show, the $800 Medusa, and then the $750 Fathom that was sold right in front of me. The guy's walking it out of the truck. I'm like, I'm, and I'm at the door. I'm working the door. And some guy walks up to him, and I'm right next to him. Like, literally, I can reach out and touch the game. And then I go, how much for the Fathom? You know, it was a beat-up Fathom, but, you know. He goes, I'm thinking 750. I'm like, oh, I'll buy it. And the guy goes, I'll take it. Fuck. So he got a fathom for $750. But Bruce, you're getting a fathom from yeah, no, Haggis. Yeah, I got another one. I got another one. Okay. You could have them both next to each other for comparison purposes. Exactly. One is good, two is better. And who He's knows? There's lock- room in his new basement. You know. I do. I know. And the lockdown. Who knows what's going to happen in Australia, mate? Yeah, mate. Did you think there were more or less people there than the less, previous? Especially, yeah. Friday was busy. Friday was yeah. Friday, busy but Saturday Friday. there were definitely less people. Yeah, I, I think I could that, actually make it down the aisles if I walked yeah. through about like standing and waiting multiple That's times. That's how I judged it. Yep. And we all got to play Ultraman. Yeah, I got that on here. Ultraman. What What do we think of Ultraman? I enjoyed it. Too bad I can't buy one. 
<laughs> yeah, it was sort of weird again that they brought a game. Like you wondered why they didn't bring Rick and Morty. Like, oh yeah, they don't need to. They sold them all. Then like, well, they brought an Ultraman, even though they sold them all. Yeah. But it, to bring it, and they they seem to get a lot of real world testing information, which is mm-hmm. good. I didn't think it shot bad, actually. It, it wasn't as clunky as all the other spookies I've ever played. The main thing to me was just it took forever to get through the subways. Yeah. I think more. Well, I, think was I was nice. spending more time waiting for balls to come out of subways than I was actually spending flipping. Well, the ball coming out of the subway thing, here's here's the issue. They're, they're little elevators they have. You don't see the ball coming out. No, it comes I was boom, watching boom. the no. people in front of me in line, and I saw these two people... They shoot a scoop, and it starts giving the rules on the LCD that they're looking at, and then the elevator's coming up, and even though it does a little flash of the slingshot and does a sound, there's artwork there. You can't even see the ball, and it just went no. right down the in lane and drained. And they had it set to one ball. So yeah, you, you one basically ball just drained, and you didn't even know. Like, oh, shit. And I, I've seen other clips of, actually, Halloween, and same thing. People just letting the ball drain, like not even seeing it, not even paying attention. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a problem. I thought the animations were pretty cool for Ultraman. I love the cheesy 60s, uh, you know. Well, since neither of you guys saw the stream that was done where they had Halloween and Ultraman. Like, why would I waste my time on a stream that I cannot buy the game for? Because we have a podcast and maybe you could have some views and I, I stuff. It. I and, had my view. You didn't play Halloween. Uh, I have no interest in Halloween. If I was going to buy one of the two, it would have been Ultraman. Well, judging by the video I saw, I also have no interest in Halloween. See? Did they at least have the uh, video clips or was it all animated? It was – they had occasional movie clips, but most of it was that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Avengers barely moving graphics that would just stay there throughout an entire mode. Then we'll play yep. a music and just loop it over and over and over. And it got really, really annoying. Basically doing the same thing except with like five seconds of video footage. Yes. Which is slightly better. But the thing is, I don't know if you can do a scary horror-themed pinball machine and make it good. No, you can't. I don't think you can do it. They do. It's Alien. It's at my house. Oh, that's not. You had a good quality Alien. Yes, sir, Bob. Or Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people seem to like Freddy too. That's more eh, that's Fred Nightmare on Elm Street. By that point, they made that movie. It's more comedy. It's more comedic horror at that point. And then you have games like uh, Tales from the Crypt, and that's all comedic horror. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, it, see, you didn't see the stream. They did Halloween first, and then they do Ultraman, and it's like night and day. Oh, between I like Ultra- it's just. One just looked – it just didn't look good. And the second no, one was just like, okay, this thing looks fun. And yeah, it's literally it the same play feel. I know. But that's, that's it, that rules. does theme. That's the theme it part of it. It is the theme. Really. And honestly, I think they're probably kicking themselves in the ass right now and going, why didn't we do 1,500-1,500 instead of 1,250 and 500 or eh, whatever. They sold out everything. So yeah, They sold them. But yeah. guess what? Everyone seems like they want Ultraman more than Halloween. Well, not really. They sold out of both of them. Yeah, I know. But, but then we, we did see – I see. I didn't even know that the stream happened. And then a few days ago, I started seeing tons of selling my spot ads for the games. Oh, yeah, I know. I was like, weird. Why is this happening? And then I found the stream like, oh, 
I see. People actually saw the game, and now they're selling. And now they're regretting their purchase. Watching the game, playing the game, I don't get how they say it has tons of flow. It's it's flowier than what? other games. No, maybe when they mean when you're on upper playfield and you can hit a repeatable loop or something that that's flow. Those upper playfields were so fast. I yeah. found it really hard to even play them. They're so small, so cramped, and the flipper's still really strong. It's just like you know, you flip once and then you just sort of wince and hope that you get a, ca- a catch again and don't drain. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the Rams felt good though. Yeah, Rams or going up the Rams there. were really slow. Was my problem. I didn't think so. Well, let's go. How many how many lockups did they have while you were in line? I had one. None. Well, I was standing in line when they first set it up. So I got to I got to watch them fix like eight problems <laughs> into five balls before I got to play. And then mine ball was like the first ball that didn't have any problems. So you're the opposite of me. So you, you, the games just work as soon as you play them. Well, Ron, well, yeah, they know, the previous they guy know. had to play like six balls by himself because they kept glitching and having to restart the game. So, so it's like there was one so mode where you could just loop the center ramp over and over, and every time like you shot the ramp, the ball went in the back. We couldn't see it, and then like three seconds yeah, later, balls. the ball dropped down to the habit trail and very slowly rolled down the habit trail to your flipper. And I'm like, this isn't fun looping. The habit trail is almost slower than the uh, actual subway getting the ball back to you. Mm. Would you buy one if you had the chance? Currently, no. Yeah, I'd say currently no. If they could stage balls, they could yeah, do something to make it play a little yeah. better. That would be almost on the realm of JJP fixing their flippers via software updates in terms of me having to like reevaluate a game. Yeah, it ain't happening. <laughs> you don't think so? Uh, I don't think so. No, they mentioned it on the stream that that is in the works, the staging. Yeah, but it's coded by Fosma, so it'll be take like six months. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> And those views by Zach <laughs> okay. are not, not opinion of the Slam Tail podcast. <laughs> I also have on here Mandalorian. So what do we think of Mandalorian? Although I did play it in Syracuse, but I got to play it again here. I still haven't played it. What? I've only played the pro still. I've still found a premium. All right. I'm I, waiting for uh, our launch party. Our launch party. Yeah. Well, I played the pro. I played once with my dad and the... Uh, the pins, Mrs. and Dr. Pin. Then I came back later, and I was just walking around. This was Saturday, out, and it was obviously less crowded. I'm walking, and I see only like one person, a person playing it, like no line. Oh, so I, I run over there, and he finishes his game, and then two dudes come up from behind me. And it's like, you want to play you know, a three-player game? Sure. So we each play ball one. Then I start playing my ball two, and I kind of start finding where all the shots are. And like 15 minutes later... <laughs> My ball two ends. I turn around and they're gone. And some other dudes behind me who's probably thinking, why this guy start a three player game? And I'm like, oh, there was two other guys back here. And I just killed the game. I just hit restart and like, here you go, sir. So it plays really easy. Do they have it like floaty and with closed up out lanes or like it wasn't floaty? Was it just that? Mr. Accuracy, how it was making all his shots. I'm not Mr. Accuracy. Yeah, I'm not Mr. Accuracy, but I was making the shots. I have not played it, but at the co-op, we are having our launch party on the 11th of September. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to have just Mandalorian. We're going to have an LE Mandalorian. Of course, it's Rochester, the land of LEs. Wait a sec. Zach, do you want to tell him the really wild news? Yeah, next to that LE Mandalorian, we're going to have a pro Star Wars original. It'll be great. Come on. 
I thought we were. I thought the guys that finally decided. No, no, no. We're gonna actually go even wilder, Ron. What's gonna blow your mind away? Two LEs next to each other. Why? Where are you fitting all these games? We're really gonna take out some EMs. That's all. Oh no, you can't do that. <laughs> Zach will I'm hang joking. up on us. <laughs> I'm joking. No, we have room for a one-day event. Yeah, I figure temporarily we'll take one end of one row and rotate it around and put it next to the end of the row, other row and then put two games yep. there and just extend both rows one spot. What day is this? September 11th. And the good thing about this, it's free to play. It's going to be a nine-hole golf tournament, you know, ping golf we're going to have for your qualifying. And then we're going to have a three-game finals per round with the scoring of 4 two, one, zero. And it's included with your remission of $20. We're even spotting your IFPA dollar. Wow. So I, I'm just, I, just by entering into the co-op, I'm in this tournament. You're in this tournament. Wow. That almost sounds like a Super League shit that was done by Modern Pinball back in the day. No, because you paid. You actually paid. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. That is, that is different. I don't think we'd be allowed to count people that didn't actually play their holes. Exactly. Due to the weird IFPA rules, no. where they actually want your want entire people uh, actually playing. Yeah, no, we're not like that. Yeah, like I said, yeah, you're not going to make up people that don't even exist either. Yeah. Okay. No, no, hey, would you blow me? <laughs> <laughs> no, Seymour butts or IP freely. <laughs> yes, IP freely. <laughs> <laughs> Jacques Strap. Yes. How many Simpsons ones can I name? I know. <laughs> uh, Amanda, want a kiss and hug? Yeah, want to give us a hug. <laughs> okay. Um, what else do I have on here? Well, is there anything else about what was I? What was I on? Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Allentown. It was great seeing the fans. It was great seeing. Uh, oh, we got to be on. Uh, uh, what's it called? Marco, uh, Marco TV. TV. We got interviewed. It was really cool. By Crystal. Yep. By Crystal. Hi, Hi Crystal. Crystal. It was really cool to see Emoto. And uh, all the guys there, they were really, really nice to us. Uh, one actually, they were selling actually used parts for the first time I've actually noticed at Marco. Maybe it was just for me they I noticed it, but there was a lot of used pinball parts they were selling there. Actually? And, actually. Actually. I got me a Stern lockdown bar. Old Stern electronics, the good stuff. Uh, how old? Stars old? No. Okay. But still good. Yeah, I was uh, I was talking to Crystal, and she said a lot of the things that they bring to uh, the shows are just like all like the damaged or like they only have one left parts. You know, they couldn't easily sell online, or like customer rejects that like had like a tiny crack on a ramp or something. You know, they just put them at a discount and bring them to the show. So that's why you got a lot of the used parts and stuff like that. Nice. So you can see them in person and stuff. Very cool. But it was nice seeing everyone the pins. It was nice seeing a lot of people came up to me. Some people are actually. They're like they heard me laughing. Like you must be the Bruce guy from the Slam Till podcast. Yeah, we could. I could tell by your laugh. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> it was really nice. A lot of good seeing a lot of people. Maybe we'll go to another show. Who knows what the hell's going on with now? Delta, Gamma, Beta, Lambda. I mean, we did go to another show. You know, you did, and we're going to talk about that right now. Nice. Well, how about me first, though? Because I went to Allentown. Yep. Then I went to a, a little golf excursion, and then 
You went to another thing. I went to another thing. I went to the uh, tournament at District 82 in Wisconsin. Did you get cheese? I did not get cheese, but we, in driving, well, actually, I, I flew into Chicago, and on the drive to Wisconsin, it looked pretty much the way I thought it would look. Lots of fields. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a field. There's another field. There's another field. There's a cow. There's a field. Oh, there's cows. <laughs> there. Yep. Yep. Pretty much exactly what you would think. But District A2 is kind of in a more business uh, I would say business but it's not there's feet not you pass the fields and then you get to a, a developed area and that's where they're at we got running water here <laughs> wow okay so yeah I was there with um Steph and Raymond Davidson Ooh. and you know who also was there Timmer. 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 and we were the only ones wearing masks <laughs> which was surprising because uh, the last tournament they had there, everyone was wearing masks, but I guess you didn't have to do it this time, but we were all wearing masks. So uh, I played pretty good. Whoa, 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 whoa. Way better than Stu. Stu was an embarrassment. I don't think we're going to see that Stu guy for a while. No, uh, there was like, I don't know, over 50 people in the tournament, something nice. like that. I finished 14th. I finished tied with Timmy. Timmy! Timmy! I was up. I was actually even higher than I had a couple bad rounds in a row. Then I had two more good rounds at the end, but those two bad rounds they hurt. Who won it? Raymond Davidson won it. Wow. He uh, he had to. He came from behind in the very last round. It was called the Lucky Thirteen Tournament because there was thirteen rounds. It's all match play. Mm. No finals. Uh, no finals. So he was behind going into the last round, and they were doing. You would have liked it, Zach. They were doing that. Uh, what do you call it? Modified Swiss, the thing where you're not with the same people every round. Can you figure out how they do that? Because I could not find it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you would have liked that. Uh, until the last round. The last round is the one round you would actually be paired up with the people yeah, right with around the people you. people right around you, which makes sense. Yes. And yeah, they ended up, they were playing Whitewater, which broke. So then they went to Johnny Mnemonic, and I ended up announcing. No. Yeah, which was fun. I, I actually missed that. And the cool thing was, I know Johnny Mnemonic. It, and it really hit me watching this game how important it is to know the rules. <laughs> because it was a situation where Raymond had like five billion. He got the spinner millions. And but he he drained out on his second ball before he could get the hold. Which he was pissed. But then the other player, I'm sorry, I don't know your name, sir, but the one who was in the lead. He played his first multi-ball, and then he kept trying to get to the second one, which is extremely difficult. Yeah, I don't actually know how to even do that. I don't know. How, I, I never understand how to do it either, because you hit the drop target, and it, and it goes down. It comes back up, and then maybe it relights the locks. I, I'm still confused on how that even works. But he, by just playing, he was starting to get the spike awards, and he gets the spinner millions, never and goes for it. It just uh, continue tries to get the multi ball when if the next spike award after spinner millions is a multi ball, so yeah. literally he just had to hit left in lane and either right ramp or the right orbit and he would have been in multi ball. And since Raymond didn't have a hold bonus, if he hit enough spinner shots, he could have caught up. He could have passed him, but he didn't know. So that was a fail. And well, I mean, if I didn't own Johnny Mnemonic, I wouldn't have known that. It just re- really hit me, the, the whole rules knowledge. That made a huge difference. 
So now you got to start learning every rule of every game. Uh, yeah, sure. Yep. So they ended up tied, and then they had a playoff game on Fishtails. And they first they went, they both went monster fish, and then the second ball, Raymond got the multi ball and got the jackpots, and he eventually got to the super land and started hitting the you know hundred million supers, and that was all she wrote. Very balanced game, you know, another yeah. classic Mark Ritchie. It is. I love that game. I, I love that Just you go like, for uh, Indiana Jones. You go for monster fish. You could do that all day, but the real strategy is going for that multi ball and getting the supers. The one strategy you mean? Yeah, yeah. the one, the only strategy. That's what yeah. Zach was being a wise ass. I, I know, I know, I know. He's being a wise <laughs> ass. I'm saying, fuck him. I like the way it was. <laughs> I like that because if you have a lesser player, like say me, try monster fish. Or another player, it's like, okay, screw the monster fish. I'm going for the multi ball. You could still fail. You could still not get supers. You could completely fail at the multi ball. It forces the other player to do that to catch up, but you can catch up. And it's not like it's grindy or it takes forever to get to either. I mean, it is grindy. Right? No, it it's grind. not. The whole game is nothing but grinding. Like, uh, no, no, wrong. Fishtails rules. It wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't unlimited supers. That's yeah. the that's the downfall. The, the same with we were playing T two at uh Saratoga, just like oh I got a super, and Ron never got to the point of getting supers. Look, I win. Yes. you can't compete. Exactly. Well, I yeah, I couldn't get a super on that game at all. Ugh. So, uh, Ron, your fishtails, it's in your basement. How does it play? Uh, I don't have a fishtails. Oh, why not? If it's such a great game, I wouldn't mind would... one. I wouldn't mind one. So we need to fish, find Ron a fish. Fishtails. Fishtails. This we're going to. I was actually going into that subject now. See, I know you too well. I know. So let's see. I'm trying to think what else happened there that was interesting. I went to some mall in Chicago. I guess Schumburg or whatever. One of the Schumburg Mall where the Sega used to be. Sega. All I know is it was weird seeing an arcade and an arcade with lots of pinball in it. Yes. And they all worked. It was very weird. I think it's Gavin. Does all the games. The guy that's on Jack yes. Danger's stream occasionally. Um, yeah. They, I mean, there's even a Paragon there. Like, we played Paragon. That was nice. So, good trip? It was a good trip. Uh, the trip back from Wisconsin to Chicago, we drove through the worst thunderstorm I have ever experienced. Torrential downpours and the sky lighting up in, a, in ways I've never seen before. I'm very disappointed in you, though. What did I do now? On the border of Wisconsin and Illinois... Mm-hmm. There's a little place you should have stopped for Steph. Okay. The Jelly Belly Factory is there. Okay. I'm Steph sorry. Steph hears just be like, oh. I, I was on, I did not know there was a Jelly yes. Belly. There's Jelly Bellies there. And I got to talk to Timmy again. That was nice. That was good. That was good. Darn. So, how were the games at uh, District 82? Well, one thing he did I liked is almost every every game that. Like older games, he put LED lighting on the inlays pointed above the flippers. It didn't look like a mod. So I talked to some of the players there actually thought that was factory. Like, no, it didn't come like that. It just made it easier to see. So, so there's angle it's bolts. like putting uh, spotlights in, but without actually having to put a spotlight in. Yeah, it's like what CERN is doing now with the, the light coming up, you know, so you yeah. can see above the flippers. But a lot of the games were modded in that in that way. But a lot of them had the LEDs galore, and you know Ronnie's old eyes had issues. Like they had the Star Wars, Data East Star Wars, that was all LED'd out. And I was like, oh, strobe, strobe. 
<laughs> all the Data East games had the um, the modified rule sets. That's good, though. Uh, did they say that they had them, or did you have to just guess? Uh, I had to guess. They didn't actually no, that, say. That's, bad. that's a bad thing. They should be. They should. Not, have not everyone parts. knows rules as well as you do, Ron. Oh, we can't all be rules experts. Yeah, God. They did. Okay, some. A lot of the games had notes on them, but things like I don't think the Star Wars one had one. I mean, it was. It's one of those deals when I saw it on stream. It looked huge, but using my brain, I'm figuring like, nah, you know what? I bet you it's smaller than it looks there, and I got a kind of idea how big I think it is, and it was exactly that big. Wow, it's still big. I mean, it's much bigger than a co-op. Oh, I know it would it's be. Probably about double probably. the size of the co-op. To it's the yeah, it's like eight, yeah. eight rows of goodness. You could both fit a lot more pinball machines in a space than you think, but also spaces can't fit nearly as many pinball machines as you think. Yes. Wow. This should be a, a saying. You should write that down. That should be on the back of a t-shirt. Yeah, a t-shirt opportunity right there. Mm-hmm. So that was my District 82 experience. The other thing is uh, between that experience and Allentown – I was in Lake George. That's like our resort area, kind of, mm-hmm. in this you know, upstate New York land. And they have pinball there again. I know mm. they, they had removed the pinballs during yeah, well, COVID. the shutdown of COVID, but they're back. Good. Did you go up to Ticonderoga? No. Is that the ship? That's the Star Trek. Star Trek? Star oh, Trek experience. The Star Trek experience. No, I've never been there. Oh my God! You should. But the pinballs they had—they had, they had uh, Star Trek, you know, the Stern, Kiss, and then the other place had um, what do they have? Ghostbusters, Ugh. Waz, mm. and Deadpool. Mm, okay. So you had a good you had a good vacation. Uh yes. That's what we like to hear. Yep. I like how there's like barely any pinball in Eastern New York, but when there is, there's a JJP. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like in my area where there's a dialed in for some reason. So we must now talk about what games we want to buy. We know Ron wants the fishtails. So if you can f- hook Ron up with the fishtails, I think you might have his uh, his interest. Zach, what are you looking for? I want a majorettes. Majorettes. And I am looking for a Godzilla because Joe from the Pinball Players Podcast. Is that the podcast that they're on? The Pinball Players Podcast, if you're referring to Joe Lemire, yes. Yes. Good. I got it right. Joe's looking for one. And since I boned him on hoops and I had to hear about it all day Friday when he found out that I got the hoops. Oh, did you listen to the their latest podcast? He talked yes, about I did. <laughs> which I, I hate to tell Joe. They had a thing where name your top five DMD games from 1991 to 2001. The issue is he named Hoops as his number five. It's not a DMD game. Also, why would you do 91 for DMD games? Like, why don't you say what's your favorite DMD game? Because like, uh, well, uh, T2 started. They were going yeah, from like that's... T2's beginning. That's the first one. But uh, yeah, Joe, so, was, Joe was quite upset with us, wasn't he, Zach? Oh, he loves us. <laughs> I guess you didn't hear it. it turned into the thing. He was MFing me almost as much as he could. But Joe, hey, I'm going after Godzilla. So if anybody's got me a Godzilla or if anyone's got another hoops for Joe, if anyone can get me another hoops, we can make Joe all happy. 
No, no. Right, if Joe? we get a second hoops, then that becomes my hoops, and you keep the other hoops. Oh, there we go. Even better. <laughs> I like hoops too. Okay, good. The third hoops is Ron's, and, and then the fourth hoops is Joe's. Yeah, and he, Joe couldn't even remember that he was on our show. That's the funny thing. We've had both of them on our show. I think he mentioned that. No, Joe said he was not on our show. I, I don't remember. I've never on a show. He was, episode 74. Okay. And because I, I emailed him and messaged him like, you were on our show 74 years ago. I can't remember shit anymore. <laughs> so, yes, I actually copied and pasted from our great website. What's the website address, Ron? That would be www.slamtiltpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. All our episodes are there. You could you could search for Joe Lemire's name and find out what episodes he's in. That might have been what Bruce did. I did. Isn't I did that Joe. great? Oh, you just put Joe. So we don't have many Joe. Joes on the show. Obviously. No Joe. No cup of Joe, just Joe. So what did we get Joe Kamikow on? Yeah, we should get Joe You mean Joe, Joe Kamikow, who said that Steve Ritchie wasn't leaving Stern and he's yeah, still there? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. He, 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 had, he knows how to the line. Yeah. I think he has no clue, honestly. What's next on the docket? Let's just go to the next show. Let's get the shows out of the way. So we had a show this past weekend here in upstate New York. <gasps> Where? Saratoga. Now, this is not the Saratoga show we usually have. This was a different Saratoga show. And it took place at the Wilton Mall. Dead silence. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Zach. You brought like two games there. Help me. Help you with what? Help me with what? Just say something. It's like, yeah, it was a, it was a show or, or something. Well, yeah, Coin Taker there, which I still can't believe. You must have paid him to come up. <laughs> Coin Taker was there. They brought a, huh, what they have? A Guns N' Roses sta- standard. Is that what it's called? Yeah, first the, time I seen one of those. Yeah, standard. They had a Alien, Led Zeppelin Premium, and a Mandalorian. I don't know. Was it Pro or Premium? How did their Alien look I think it was a compared premium. to yours? Damn it, I should have played Mandalorian. I didn't get to play Premium. I didn't play any of their games. I didn't play Alien. I played Led Zeppelin. So they brought a quarter of the games there, right? <laughs> oh. Well, we were supposed to have, what, 30-something? I think we ended up with, like, 20, a little over 20. Wow. I didn't realize at the time that, like, it's 30 games total between the two days. Was oh, that's what it meant? Oh, yeah, I thought it was. You know, yeah, like, okay. th- this is the list of all the games that will be there, but then like, at least five games left Friday night. You know, and then some more games came in. It's like you never actually hit the 30 number. It was at uh, Wilton Mall, which I kind of found out by walking around. It is a dead mall. Dead mall. I've it been was, there. The pinball show is probably one of the bigger attractions in the whole mall. I would say that, yes. It's probably the most people. It was the most dead mall I've ever seen. Wait, whoa, whoa. More than, more than Syracuse? Yes. Deader than wow. Syracuse. The shame about this mall is it looked like a nice place. It just had no stores. The food court, when you go to the food court and they have one place that's open, you know it's bad. It's not even like a name brand place. It's Yum Yum Kitchen. <laughs> what about the pretzels? That's on the food court. Well, that wasn't, that didn't count as the food court. It was on the way to the food court. I mean, every mall has Auntie Annie's. It's just like one of the scourges of malls along with the, uh, the cell phone case sellers. Wow. I wish this could have been like a Crossgates. That's like our main mall here. Yeah. 
CrossGate's actually like has all its stores filled though. So yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, another. Yeah, that's the problem. If like start, if CrossGate's doing slightly worse and they actually had like a few dead storefronts, you know, that would have been cool. But it just yeah. we didn't get the foot traffic because there's no one there. Like parking lots, that, uh, loading was a breeze. <laughs> I can get my game in. That oh, was it was it was it was one of the rare instances. I'd never been to Wilton Mall, and I drove in. I drove to the exact correct spot the first time. I see a truck there with a license plate that says J-Pop sucks. You're like, oh, I know I'm home. I know I'm home. Yes. That was the coin taker guy, by the way. So his license plate literally says J-Pop sucks. Is coin taker distributing for Deep Root? I don't think so. Actually, I know <laughs> they're not. <laughs> I know they're not. Don't worry. They're coming up. Yes, they're coming up. Robert Mueller will be – he will speak. But, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. The thing is, a lot of it was just – all us people who brought the games and people we know there playing the games. I would have liked to have seen new people. So you know everyone there? Because I didn't know a lot of people there. Ron, it is your area. You know, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, I knew most of them because they were from our leagues. Yeah. Ron is world famous. You forget this, Zach. Yeah, world famous. I brought Alien Star. Zach, what did you bring? On Beam and Deadly Weapon. Nice. And what was that game we played, that EM, that was actually pretty good? Dancing Lady. Dancing Lady. It's a really nice shape. Yeah, I, I was sad to see that da- the Dancing Lady law left after Friday. I couldn't play on Saturday. Yeah. I don't know if I want to own one, but it was a good, like, you know, get a few people gathered around, like, Dipsy Jewel, and just watch everyone try and fail to ever do anything. <laughs> <laughs> or occasionally succeed, and, like, everyone goes like, ah! You know, like, that sort of game. Well, it had a carousel roto target. The first carousel. First, yeah. And then in front of it, it would have uh, two inserts, both said 10. And then the lights would move. 10x. Ten, Yeah, 10x. The lights would move in these two rows. So you're trying to get the 10x's lined up and then hit whatever that was. So if you had like three, if you hit three, you get three points. If you hit three with 10x in front of it. You got 30. It was basically just double Star Wars. Two sets of multiplier lights. Yeah, multipliers. So it's early multipliers. Yep. Mm. But the way you move them was by hitting the slingshots, which is genius. Because me and Ron just sat there trying to purposely shoot the slingshots, but like only hit hit the right one twice without shooting the left one, or all mm. kinds of weird stuff. Very refreshing gameplay. It was fun. So you guys are going next year for more fun excitement in Saratoga, it sounds like. Well, he sounds like he's going to have it next year, but I also heard that the other one might be coming back, so that's going to be interesting. Ooh, maybe it should join forces instead of being against each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the show, I don't know if the area can support two shows, unless they're yeah, going to separate so. them out, like, to. by six months. I, I think they kind of need to Team combine up, and not be in a mall. I mean, I don't think the mall's bad. Well, I don't think the mall's bad, but there's no foot traffic. But, I mean, there's zero foot traffic at a YMCA. It's not True. like you're gaining anything by going to the YMCA. Yeah, Zach, you were at both shows. How many more? I, I saw way more people I've never seen before at the YMCA show. Yeah, but also more games and stuff. I assume that Adam did more advertising. And- so you think with more games and a ton of advertising, it would just be just as good? The main question to me on both of them, you know, both were fun to go to, go play some games, go hang out, play in a tournament, <clears> which was run by the same person at both places. Uh, <laughs> hi, Steve. You know, the main thing is just like Adam stopped doing it partly because it sounded like he was just tired of doing it. He was tired, and the guy that was the president or whatever, the YMCA there, didn't want it there anymore. But he has since retired. 
And now a new guy is in charge, and the guy that's in charge actually used to attend the shows when they were there. So uh, he would probably be much more receptive. Yeah, so I'm like, for a smaller show, it's easy enough for us to bring a game. You know, it's not a big deal. We come in, we bring a game, we play some games, we have fun. The one person that's actually either doing a lot of work or actually like putting a lot of their money up front is the organizer. You know, so whatever situation we could run a small local show that is cheap and easy to do so we can just do it without having to like put way too much work on Adam or whoever. What was the other thing? They were they were charging twenty bucks. <clears throat> which A day? A day. Oh my god. Which I like my father, who is very frugal and remembers all pricing, was telling me like the, the other Saratoga show was ten bucks. Yeah. Twenty bucks. Twenty I mean Allentown is twenty bucks to give you yeah. an idea. So you're paying Allentown price. Allentown is pretty got, cheap. And you got the Allentown games that, there too. Oh, no, you didn't. I mean, the average quality of games was higher than Allentown. Yes, that is that. true. That is true. I will say that 100%. And yes, as Zach said, there was a tournament. They did a golf again. I think that's what we've done every year, have it? Has it been? Yeah, it's yep. been golf. I think every time at Saratoga, it was golf too, which is it's a, it's a good format for a show that just like has games on the floor. Yep, and um, Zach won again. Undefeated in 2021. Yeah. I got into the finals. It was uh, actually, I felt like I was at the co-op, kind of, three of the four players. It was me, Zach, and uh, Andy from Syracuse. And we also had Jody. She was good. She had, I think she was from the, she came with the crew, the New England crew, I think. Yeah, I think she's like a Vermont or New Hampshire player. Yeah. We have the final, and in the finals, for the three games, Zach gets hole-in-ones on all three games. <laughs> so no, no one, the best you could do is tie him. Yeah. You know, he, he had no mercy whatsoever. So I ended up tied for second, and as the higher seed, I got to pick the game. Guess what game he chose? Guess Bruce. what game I chose, Bruce? Terminator Two. No, no. What game did I bring to the show? Oh God, you he chose his Alien own Star. game. I chose my own game, <laughs> Alien Star, which Zach immediately is there, cheater. Like, God, oh, bite me. And did yeah, I won. <laughs> so I got, I got second place trophy, and I cashed. So I, I was cashing. You be cashing for once. He cashes in his own basement. He cashes in his own games. I'd like yeah, to see the Saratoga show in the future. I think we should try to combine more. Yeah, I think that probably- I don't think multiples is going to work mm-hmm. in this area. No, I don't think there's any need for two, yeah. No. I think they should just combine it into one super Saratoga show. With 40 games. That would be nice. The other Saratoga show had 40 games. Didn't it? Yeah, I know what I'm saying. So back to 40. Be nice. I wonder, was there anyone who brought a game to this show that didn't bring it to the other show? I don't think so. I don't think so. The guy that brought the Houdini, I think he also brought the uh, Guns N' Roses. He's the same guy that always brings stuff. Herb is a local guy in our our area. He brought stuff. He always brings stuff. Me and Zach brought stuff. Uh, Lonnie, the guy who ran the show, he brought stuff. Uh, Adam, the guy that used to run the other show, he brought the Terminator. Oh, that was Adam's? Huh. Yeah. That thing was brutal, and because of it, I kept playing it over and over. I wanted a damn super. Couldn't get a super. So uh, what's next on the docket since we've Saratoga that out? Saratoga that out. 
Well, staying on the shows here, the TPF hotels, uh, all, all that stuff opened up. And it sold out within three and then hours. It, yeah, and then it closed. <laughs> the main hotel that the show is going to be in is, yeah, that sold out within a few hours. Yep. Thank you, Zach. Yeah, he told me, and I'm like, I'm at work. I can't even do anything. You got a phone? Yeah, uh, and I'm in a room with one one X. I was lucky enough to get Zach's text. Okay. So are you thinking about going, Bruce? I was thinking about it now. I don't know. Unless somebody wants to room with me and, and I'll give me earplugs. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's been so long since I roomed with Bruce. He is a loud snorer. Oh, uh, but I, we have new beds now at the house. And they're the reclining ones. Mm-hmm. So my wife's reclining just, bed? Yeah, like, you know, your head goes up or the feet go yeah, up. Yeah, like a craftmatic up. adjustable oh, so bed. Like the opposite recliner actually goes up instead of back. Yeah. But the good good thing is my wife can hit the snooze button, and then it jars me, and I don't snore anymore. (laughs) It jars you. (laughs) It does. It's not going to hurt. I just picture like a sitcom where like the wife just rolls over. Hitting a button, and it it sandwiches me on the freaking – You know, it sandwiches me like a freaking thing. It pulls my legs up and body up. All right. That would be great. You ready for for Deep Root? There was a Deep Root update. No. Come yes. on. This, so all the games are made. They're, they're released. All the TPF. They're all going to bring. Yeah, they're going to get a personal tour. Everybody who bought a game gets a personal tour. Six days of deep Hold on. Yes. I, I got to get Robert Mueller here. Robert, Robert oh, Mueller well, slash Robert, Hulk Hogan back on again? to uh, read this announcement. Hey, I can't wait for this. Robert's been such a good friend of the show. Yes, this was from uh, July 30th. This was announced. So here we go. Ready? The latest. Dear Raza customer, we are sorry for the length of time without an update, brother. We have been contacted by a few of you within the last few weeks. The main topics were about how many people took the refund. Three. Three took them. Is the refund offer still available? No way, dude. And what is the status of the Raza bills are? Well, you know, brother, a legal matter affecting Raza rose about a month ago that we did not expect. We were advised by... Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you want, dude? How could you have a legal issue... With a non-licensed thing. I don't know. Unless it goes back to J-pop. Well, you know, we were advised by counsel not to send out any substantive communication. Yeah, I said substantive, brother. While they worked out to resolve it amicably. We have taken that advice while patiently waiting for it to be resolved. The back and forth has taken much, much longer than we expected, dude. So we are providing this brief update so you understand what the delay is about, brother. It's got to be a J-pop thing. We cannot discuss the parties or what the complaint is about, dude. We cannot provide a timeline. What we can say is that we're working hard to resolve and settle it and hope it will be resolved very soon. We will be able to give a meaningful update at that time. Until then, dude, you're all fucked, brother. So how do we contact you, Robert? Uh, you, you could try their Facebook... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, their Facebook page is gone. Oh, and Robert Mueller's off Facebook. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. And if you call up, you can't get anybody. A short while after that, if you if you call their number, you get no one. The Deep Root Pinball Facebook page is gone. I think the Deep Root Funds page is gone. Robert Mueller's personal Facebook page is gone. I've tried to maintain an even keel here, but you're not getting your games. It's not going to happen. You got fucking Ponzi, guys. You got double J-popped. And I know somebody who actually has money onto one of these games, and I feel so sorry for the guy because he's such a nice guy. He was hoping and praying and eating his vitamins like the Hulkster tells him to all the time, and I think he's going to get stuck in his ass. 
There's no Hulkamaniacs at Deep Root, dude. How could you do this? How could you do this to the people? You like you change now. You're now like evil Hulk. Yeah, he turned heel. He's Hollywood Hogan. He's Hollywood. He went Hogan. from Hulk Hogan. Now he's Hollywood Hogan. Here you go. It's the NWO, the New Woo! World Order of Pinball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to beat this anymore, but it's just. I don't. I feel bad for Steve. I, I the one person I feel bad for besides the people who are losing money is Steve Bowden. To be associated with a literal snake oil salesman. How can they get sued by it's it's a it's gotta be from J Pop. It's gotta stuff. be for J Pop, doesn't it? Because it's yes. it's because it was his original idea. I mean, there's other things you get sued on. Maybe they didn't pay their artist. Possibly. Or their sound guy, or you know, or, like Yeah, I know, but it it just uh, this guy is just sleazy. And instead of opening up the door and saying, hey, look, we are manufacturing. We are doing this. They're doing nothing. This silent treatment is the – whoever does his PR, which we know is him alone because we saw his great video, which was terrible, and we made fun of it when it came out. He is just – he thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. He is the worst person in pinball since – Andrew Highway. So congratulations. Wow. You've gotten the 2021 Andrew Highway Award. The 2021 Andrew Highway Award. Holy shit. All right. Uh, well, well, since I'm on pin side. Yeah, really? Wow. You should close your browser. Uh, oh, let's talk about Mirko. Oh, God. Do we want to get sued? <laughs> well, again, uh, I'm reading just this shit off the internet. I, I didn't post oh. it. I'm just reading stuff I yes. saw on the internet. Long story short, basically in one of the many threads about Jersey Jack playfield issues, there was a, a dude from Amsterdam uh, who I think he has a he has Guns N' Roses. He has a Guns N' Roses. Yes, he does. Which he has playfield issues with. And he's been posting stuff, and uh, Mirko did not like some of the stuff he's Posted, and I'm guessing this particular post is the one that got him into trouble. Where basically he's explaining how Mirko actually does the clear coding. But he says, is, and again, don't know if this is substantiated, we have no proof, but this is what was stated Mirko does the back and inserts for test, then prints his games first on wood, then clear coats it. After he cuts and drills the holes and kickers lanes and he clear coats again. He says, this is where the issues is. The first clear coat is still soft, and when cutting, there is no protection on the cutted sections. You can see that in the pictures. Which, and he has pictures there. So he's saying, he, like, he's clear coating it. He's clear coating it twice. Mm. Or he's clear coating it between, like, he, he, he's considering, like, two layers of clear coat. And I think the other thing that got him in trouble is this statement. He said, JJP also has a contract with Mirko when he and his buddies invested money into JJP when they had lots of trouble in 2013, 2014. Even if JJP wants out, they can't. Maybe. I do not know. I do not know either. But I think that was the, uh, that was the issue there. So he threatened to... So Mirko sent him... A cease and desist. Yeah, I'll read this. I guess I'll read this as Stewie. All right. This is from Mirko to this guy. And again, this is all on the internet. Don't know how much of this, you know, just don't blame the, the messenger be here. true or not. Yeah. 
Hi there. I've been told you wrote false and company-damaging stuff in several threads about my company and me. Please note that this behavior is not allowed and can be suited in the EU. Uh, suited in the EU. Did he mean sued? Sued, yes. Okay. It actually says suited. I have contacted the owner of Vinside and he told me I have to contact you direct first before other action can take place. I do kindly ask you to delete all posts mentioning my name in any negative way, especially in combination with false facts related to JJP. I will give you 24 hours from now on to do so. If that is not going to happen, I will ask the owner of Pinside to take action, which could mean a ban of Pinside for you. Same same time, I will... Okay, I think he means at the same... Uh, at the same time, I will forward all info to my lawyers and ask them to file a lawsuit against you. I'm not sure if you are aware how expensive this could come, but I can tell you that this will turn out into... This will turn out into... That's what it says. I can tell you that this will turn out into a serious thing for you. I've already done that with someone else, and it was no fun for him. I can only speak for myself, but I will not start any legal action as long as you delete these posts and do not post new ones. I will monitor that. Regards, Mirko. So, in essence, he, he's threatening a European person, which he, pros- he, he probably does can, have legal standing. He probably can, yes. Yes. In the United States, he would, he would have no leg to stand on. Now, remember, didn't he, he threatened CPR. Yes, he did. Saying that he exclusive rights, yeah, exclusive rights to do old Stern playfields. So CPR just asked Gary Stern, "Is that true?" And Gary's okay, like, like, "It's nope. open. We don't have it." He's <laughs> like, "No." So, yeah, I don't understand it. I don't know why you go this route. It's not good PR, but I, maybe no PR is better than the PR he's getting off of his JJP playfields. So who knows? But uh, I think he kicked a hornet's nest. I still think there has to be some kind of really good deal price-wise for JJP to just continue oh, to use him. They're cheap playfields he's getting. He's getting a smoking deal. He definitely is getting a smoking deal. When, when JJP is ready to sell the problem playfields for so cheap, it's not because he's trying to take a law. You know, he's trying to cut his losses. He's probably paid that much money for each one of those other play fields. So, yeah. Again, we have no evidence of this. It's just conjecture. Please don't sue us. We have seen his quality issues, and we have seen his lack of detail. So, you know, it does go both ways. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Go for repairs. Go for it, dudes. <laughs> I'll just sit back and listen. Listen to the goodness. So uh, a couple days ago, about a week ago, Star Trek, my LE, the Stern, starts popping up and down the drop target, the middle drop target. So I'm like, okay, great. You know, I got to go figure this thing out. So luckily I have optos and we figured out that it's a flaky opto. Great. I got the optos. I have to take apart the ship, Ron. Again? Again. Thanks, But I take take it apart completely. And move it out of the way so I can get to the optos. Thanks, Steve. So I put it all, I take it all apart, put it all back together. And since it's all apart, I, I did the first time I did it, I didn't realize I didn't touch a ramp. So I had all the ramps pulled away from the ship. So I had more. So I didn't want to turn on the machine and then have everything like lift up and look at the lights underneath the LED board or, you know, see. So I was like, ah, I'll just put them all in. It's going to work. It's a brand new bag from Marco. I got three opto strips from them i used to turn it on i have no opto 
So I try a different board. I swap out a board. I try a working board. Nothing. It's a short. So I'm pissed off now. I pull the machine into the back of the building, take the ship off again. Luckily, I had that third opto, pulled out, figured out which one was bad, put that new one in, took the ship back off apart, put it all back together. And guess what we have now? A working ship. And also, I, I fixed also the ship rocking back and forth when you destroy it. So all of it is now back up to 100%. Yay. I got a lot of light sockets, and we've been doing a playfield swap at the co-op. A eight ball. Yes, the Fonz is live, and he's now getting swapped over. A playfield swap at the co-op. You got it. And we're doing the pop bumpers next. And then we're going to put the top plastics on, but the hole underneath is about 95% done. Would you say, Zach? Mm, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. And then we're going to get the whole top side done, and then we're going to put the back in the machine and see if it shorts and blows any fuses up. It will. Of course it will. If it doesn't, boy, we're good. If it doesn't, then we all take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> a shot of something. Not a drink, a shot. Even Zach will take a shot. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a shot of root beer, but yeah, sure. No, 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 no. It'd be black cherry rum. You like black cherry. I don't like cherry or rum. But you like you didn't say black cherry, so we're good. Okay. Next. <laughs> uh, what else do we have for repairs? Uh, a lot of light sockets I got to do this week. Had to fix a flipper. Steph likes breaking our machines at the co-op. Oh, man. She breaks mine, too. On Blue Trotters, the flipper, lower flipper this time. She's like, it's not moving right. It won't go all the way back down. Uh, so I pulled the sleeve out. Sleeve was all shot. Tightened it all back up. Now it's working. Something else she she breaks. She likes breaking stuff. She broke my straight shooter, right? Yep. We don't know what's going on straight shooter. It will not turn on when you hit the start button. So it's probably a relay. So, yeah, uh, or a solder joint or something. Are we going in tomorrow? Are we going in? I was thinking we go in Thursday and just one of us go back and just work on stuff. Yeah, I figured I'd just take a look at it quick when we open on Thursday. Yeah. But, uh, and we are open this tomorrow. Thursday. And we also have uh, on uh, September 11th, we have the free Mandalorian IFPA launch party with two LE Mandalorians. And on September 25th, we have Stomp. And you only have. 13 more days, or by the time you get put this out, Ron, probably like eight or nine more days to get it at a cheaper price, $40. That includes entry fee and your pay for your uh, spot in the tournament. We have, we're almost halfway filled. We're at 24 out of 20 out of 50 spots. After September 1st, it goes up to $50. So if you want to take advantage of the $10 break, come on down. See you to Brucey. Check us out on our Facebook page at uh, Rochester Pinball Collective, or you can check us out on our website at rochesterpinball.com. And that's Stomp, the premier upstate event. Yes, where Ron is not playing, it looks like. I said I wasn't. I know, but we can always con you into it, like we always do. You could probably con me into it, especially if there's not a lot of people there. I could probably yeah. be persuaded to play. Yep. And then I think we're going to start on our next play field after this, right? Right, Zach? I know Zach nope. loves it. Yes, we do. Mm, nope. Quicksilver. We're going to try to get running. Ooh. No. Quicksilver. Yep. The shit silver from Australia, mate. With a nice Merco playfield. Yeah, after all the stuff we said. <laughs> well, what I first want to do is get it running with the old playfield. 
so I can make sure everything's running. So I'm not just going into a new play field going, hey, does this work? And then find that there's all issues and then I feel bad. So I'd rather get it running with the old play field. No, we and just we, find everything at once. And we powered up Ali for the first time this week. Was it the greatest? It, well, Zach and uh, Jared hated the bell. Cause it sounds oh, like I like the bell. Jared hated the bell. I love the bell. Cause it sounds like it's rebooting. Yeah, every ball, every boots uh, sound. Yeah, it goes ding. Yeah, ding, ding. Oh yeah. Yep. So it's all weird, but uh, and it sounds like meteor, which is great. Yeah, that was the thing that was weird to me. I was like, I didn't remember it. Literally just stealing every sound effect from meteor. Yep. Which really fits the theme of boxing. Yeah. It does. No, yeah, it space, doesn't. Yeah, space space boxing. space boxing, cosmic boxing. I am the greatest in space. In space. And then I have not even touched this new Star Trek I bought, the Bally, so it's still wrapped up in the co-op. And Zach doesn't even know I cleaned up a whole shitload of area in the in the back of the uh, co-op. You clean a shitload of area. Okay, I'll have to yep. remember that. We yep. have a shitload of area. You, yes, you've we seen do. It. But, uh, all we that cleaned, area. We cleaned it. Now, everything's on shelves, Zach. Look, I got all those shelves for us. I know. Good thing. We have more floor now. And I cleaned up also the uh, the rotisserie room. We have a rotisserie room now, Ron. And uh, we moved some of the stuff out so we can actually get on the couch now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we're going to be working on a Xenon. All right. Yay. With soundboard issues and major issues. And like half the lights don't work. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. All right. What about your repairs? I don't think I play pinball enough to actually break anything anymore. That's not how that works. You know it. Well, yeah, usually when I go downstairs to just play a few games, that's when everything breaks. But um, not lately. Been pretty good. Yeah, Stu hasn't come over and broken it, breaking anything, right? Stu is an asshole. Stu has gone to Tibet for like a secret training montage. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, I think so. he needs a Rocky Four training montage after his performance. Ugh. Riding up back on the streets. No, what was it? Rocky Four was, um, oh, I'm trying to remember the music. I think it was still Survivor, though. Yeah, it was still Survivor. The last one, but it was, was like a different song. Yeah, ready for the ball bag? Oh, do the ball bag first, and then we actually, and maybe we should do this more often because we don't get much action in the ball bag. But uh, Bruce puts <laughs> out got, on Facebook like, here. And, you know, anyone have any questions? And boom, it's just people put questions all over the place. So burning heart, burning heart, just about true love. Sorry, that's that's the Rocky Four song. We have an email from Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. It says, greetings from north of the border. Hey, good day. Yay. Uh, still loving the podcast and wondered, when listening to your latest discussion on JP pros and cons, why don't you install the custom movie clip code? That would be a Ron question since he has the machine and also a Zach question since he has the machine. No, I don't think it's a me question. Last I heard that code was only for the premium, not the pro. Oh, and I believe when I looked into it, it requires a PayPal donation in order to get the link. You have to actually buy things from people? What the fuck? Well, yes, the custom movie clip code using <laughs> li- you know, licenses that you don't own or have any rights to, you're going to yeah, charge. Yeah, yeah. I guess the idea is for the effort of putting it together. Uh, see, this would solve that most, yeah, all the stuff I was saying about the bad callouts and all that. He said, this would solve that mostly. Are you against custom code? Hell no. 
And almost every stern I have has uh, my old sterns have custom code on it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sean. Uh, oh, t- I'd rather you read this one, Bruce. Do you have our email open? I do not, but I can do it in two seconds. Hold on, please. Do it and look at uh, Ryan C sent us. Oh boy, I love it! A Ryan birthday C. present for for you, Bruce. And uh, John Costin, we did get your email. I have not been able to get around to it. Oh, hi, John. Hi, John. Uh, we, we got another email. Dear Ron and Bruce, as you may know, the world-famous Museum of Pinball has announced its plans to close. We want to let you know before it closes its doors forever. There's one more chance for pinheads to score the ultimate jackpot, the museum's entire historic collection. Yeah, we should just buy the whole thing. There is 767 lots right now. Yeah, and they sent it to, it says Dear Ron and Bruce. Wow. I'm honored. I've already got 23, 23 games on my watch list. Wow. I've only got 19. Wow. So, Bruce, have you got the email up? I do right now. Just read it out loud. Okay. Happy birthday, Brucey baby. This comment is your birthday present. I'm clicking in the screenshot. Wayne Nyans has been retired almost as long as he was making pins. Ronnie Lop has managed to program them like he's already retired. <laughs> Ronnie Lop has managed to program Ronnie them Lop. like Ronnie Ronnie Lop. Lonnie Rop. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's my way of calling him. Lonnie Rop has managed to program them like he's already retired. Perfect. And 11 likes. Mm. 11 people cannot be wrong. Actually, 12 to me, too. I played Stranger Things at Saratoga. It was great. God. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. So we have one from the Pinball Princess. All right. Bada bing, bada bang, bada bagel. Okay. Yes, nice. Dear Ron and Bruce, I finished listening to your latest podcast, the one rife with Bruce's distinctive parody of Italian accented English. I, I was actually on Facebook. People liked it. I got five likes. New York Italian American translation. Are you fucking kidding me? What a fuck kind of Mario and Luigi crap was that? Hey, what the fuck are going on with you, man? Uh, hey, uh, princess. Were I not oh, reluctant off, to make listeners uh, cringe at Ron having to render my own words, <laughs> which I just did, I would be tempted to write you purely in the above style, parroting a thickly accented Italian-American from New Jersey. You know the stereotype. Yeah. Someone who would complain that they nearly spat out their... Gabagalua. Gabagool when they heard that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and to let them go without saying anything. Forget about it. Forget about it. Something, something, the Sopranos. But nobody wants to slog through Ron having to do that. And I have just about exhausted my own tolerance for it. I'm half expecting Bruce to take up the reins of this tired joke and run with it into the wall. Or he already has. Through the wall and you? beyond. What the fuck are going on? But I'm uh, getting hey, my textural eye roll. I'm going to make me some fucking aliens this week, kiddo. Ron, I feel your pain with regards to your rant about Jurassic Park. The game does require a significant amount of skill, particularly with shot accuracy, in order for you to do even remotely well. Not only that, but there are a few rewarding things that you can do with flailing should your shot accuracy fail you. At the very least, Iron Maiden has a chance for you to luck into aces high for two-ball multi-ball. And mummy isn't too difficult to get, provided the captive ball doesn't ricochet your ball oddly, or you don't have to make a ramp on the premium or LE. Forget about it! Just bash the thingy. You can get a multiple that way. With JP, the only thing that really has a low barrier entry, if you find your shot accuracy is low, which mine frequently is, is T-Rex multiball. And having that feel like the only decently achievable thing can be daunting. 
Anything with a middling barrier to entry, such as Chaos Multiball, requires that you make shots across the playfield. If you're having an off day with shooting, or if you just generally find you have bad accuracy, it's a crapshoot as to whether you can get anything going at all. Yep. It seems quite rewarding to be able to get deep into any game, and I love the depth of games in concept, but not having the skills to pull that off is demoralizing. Ron, it sounds like your game might be set up particularly brutally. I gotta get someone else to play it. While rules may not be your forte, you have skill. I hope you can get some independent playtesting from other players at some point in the near future. Yeah. When are you guys coming over? I think that apparently rules are your forte and aiming is not your forte, I thought. Yeah, exactly. Leave the Jurassic Park at my house for independent playtesting, Steph says. Take the cannoli. Player 31915. That's a good idea. You should bring it out and just leave it there. Mm. I don't want no fucking cannolis. I want a fucking Italian cookie. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, okay. Enough. Enough. That was the ball bag. It's interesting. Think about like, you know, if you think about like Steve Ritchie games, I always got like those two or three banks of standups at the bottom part or lots of other games also just like have random dead shots area at various parts where they just like couldn't actually fit anything. But Jurassic Park basically does not have any of that stuff you can accidentally hit. It's just all shots. Mm-hmm. I agree. Good job, Keith. Keep it up. Keep it up. I can't wait for the next game, which we is definitely not Godzilla. But I hope it's Godzilla. Yeah, I'll, I'll find Bruce the wrong Godzilla. No. I want it to be the Godzilla. right Godzilla. No, Godzilla. see, it needs to be Toho Godzilla. Godzilla. It needs to be the right era. And Godzuki. Okay, when Bruce was, was late for recording, he made a post on Facebook asking people, yes. what do you want us to talk about? Yes. And man, it got a we lot had of a lot of hits. fucking people. I, th- I think it was the most people who ever had respond to one of our posts in a long time. Let's see. Tim wants uh, – da- uh, I'll just read out some of the requests. David Fix, mostly because I want to hear Dusty Rhodes impressions. <laughs> that's right, baby. The next game's coming out soon, I hope, baby. Yep. That's right. That's right. We got the manual done, baby. We're just we're a little – we got to get the pots in, baby. We got to make this game come out. It's hard times. It's hard times in pinfall manufacturing when you can't get the pots, baby. Dave, we need to have this pinball machine now. You know, our fans are chomping at the bit. How do we get the fix in? That's so <laughs> bad, baby. That's the most <laughs> terrible joke I've ever heard, baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, another person asked, uh, I would love to hear about the first things you do with a new stern to get it dialed in properly, preventing problems down the road, like remembering at one point somebody mentioning replacing the coil stops first thing, that kind of stuff. First thing, there's a bag. With either three, four, five, even six balls, throw that right in the garbage. <laughs> Order some real balls, put them in your machine, you'll be a lot happier. Second thing, definitely replace the coil stops if you have an extra spare set. On a stern, we're talking about stern. Yes, I know. I'm saying that. Yes. The coil stops suck on sterns. Instead of the balls when you come out of the factory. It's like, here's your rusted, rotting balls already. Put them on our brand new clear coat play field. Rusted, rotting balls. Oh, my. Oh, my. If you have a regular cabinet, maybe you want to put some clear coat, you know, the, those clear protectors over the flipper buttons so you have no yeah, wear. Get, get the non-sticky ones from uh, yep. Titan. Yep, so you can peel them off and peel them on if you need to do anything with it. You can peel stuff on. Make the sling and pop switches tighter. Very sensitive, yes. Which, if you have my Jurassic Park, that wasn't necessary. That's a good thing. Make sure everything's working properly. Like, go into switch test and make sure the proper switch is actually activating the proper thing. What else could you do? Uh, 
protectors for your feet. If you have it on a carpet or if you have it on a wood floor, you want to, of course, protect your flooring. Rubber feet would be very nice. Tap those leg bolt holes. Yep, tap those leg bolt holes. And, and also, get the proper tools to fix the game when you're ready to fix it. Magnetized screwdrivers, magnetized nut drivers. I actually saw a great thing I never thought of until I seen it at work. And then I saw somebody post a video stating, here's what you need for your toolbox. Magnifiers, the ones that flip over your glasses. Glasses? Well, we have them at work, so you you flip it over. It's a big, humongous magnifier. It looks like a, a visor, and it flips over your eyes, but you can put them over your glasses, too. And you actually magnify everything really, really close. That's a great thing. I saw somebody post a video on that, and I was like, oh, that's perfect! That's because it's coming to some of the things you want to do when you get a new machine. Uh, here's another one. What, what's the deal with the new stern boards and new stern boards that people are worried about with custom code? I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Maybe, does, it, uh, does that mean that they're worried that stern is going to do something with the node board so you can't put custom code on your game, maybe? Maybe. Have you heard anything, Zach? No, I... Until we got to the part about custom code, I figured this was just – I feel like every six months someone worries about stern node boards dying because they keep hearing about it, even though it's probably less of an issue than any other board on any pinball machine. But I don't know about the code thing. Uh, no more talk about Italians. But Derek said, Mike, the best part is picturing Bruce gesturing wildly in his, with his hands in the air. Blah, ha, ha. Yeah, See? okay. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> it would be rad to hear more about the RPC tourney coming up in September. So I'm hoping to attend if the border lets me across. 45 games, brother. And uh, George Takei will be there. You will get to sign George Takei. The same George Takei that has been signed by such legends as Tim Sexton and others. That's the full list. <laughs> it's a full list. Basically, pretty much any... Uh, Pinball player of note in the Northeast probably has signed it at one time or another. How does Ron get his spinners dialed in? Patience and lube. Oh, my. Did you Lots dial in the spinners on dialed in? Are there spinners on dialed in? Hmm, I don't think so. No, there's, there's no spinners on dialed in. That's what surprises me. But I guess Pat's not really a spinner guy. Uh, I would say, well... Again, it depends on the spinners. You will never get a spinner on a newer game to spin like an older game. I don't care if it's an opti- opto spinner. I know everyone's into the Beatles, like, oh, the optic spinners, oh, optical. It's, it's so, it spins so many times. Meanwhile, my Dragon Fist is like 71 spins, one hit, hold my beer. I don't think so, Beatles. What if it's like one of the actual like regular size spinners? It's also an opto spinner. I think that has potential. That would have potential. See, that's the problem. These crummy little like half width yeah, ones. Yeah, they're just, using eh, the half. I call them vertical spinners. They're like taller than they are wide, and they just don't spin as well. And that's what they pretty much use on all the games now because they take up less space. I mean, what was the last Stern game to use once? I think it's you guys. Uh, actually, did Game of Thrones have that style? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that might be the last one. And now there'll be no more because Steve left. Yeah, because Steve left because he was the only one who would use them. Yes. Yep. But the older games. You have the leaf switches instead of the micro switches. Mm-hmm. And yep. especially the ones they use then, they have a really flimsy part that the spinner is, is hooked to. So it makes dun, it dun, like dun, dun, almost dun, dun, dun. no resistance at all. Fun fact, I was uh, talking to Ryan McQuaid, who does the Sonic Homebrew. And he has micro switches on his spinners 
but he put micro switches with like three inch leafs on them, not leafs, but blades. Mm-hmm. So they're positioned really far away, and he says they faster. spin really good. Yeah, they know, Because with, with the extra physics going on, it actually works again fine. It's not the, pivot the fact point. that it's just yeah, leaf switch. Point. It's the fact that it's a micro switch stuffed a quarter inch away in this tiny hanging spinner because they try to just make a single piece mech. That's the problem. But what I'd say, take your spinner out, sand it down, get it smooth. Don't Lube sand it off. the face. Sand don't the sand rods. off the face. No, the, uh, the metal no. part. Yeah, it's, 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 sand, yes. The part that goes through the hole. Drill up the hole a bit w- wider if it's a really old spinner. It's crumbed up. Yeah, you want to get rid of that crap in there. Uh, and then don't neglect the underneath the play field. My Alien Star spinner, which I spent a freaking hour trying to get to my satisfaction. It was all just moving stuff underneath the play field. I can't get no. You've got to get the bracket for it straight and mount that straight. And there's play with the holes. Oh, I love playing the holes. <laughs> there's play so you can move stuff around. <laughs> so you got to keep live. It's trial and error. Boom, boom. Tighten it up. Try it. Nope. Still not good enough. And then, of course, there's the Teflon lube. Yes. I got a tube when I first got into the hobby 16, 17 years ago, and I'm still on the same tube. I won't be to the day I die. It will never run out. It's a whole lot of lube. Yeah, and you put a very thin coat. Do not put a lot on. You don't need a lot. And that's how you do the spinners. All tech episode. Uh, we talked some tech. Talk some tech. John said second on that. Co-op mode for all games. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. why not? How many pinballs is too many in a collection? That is a hypothetical... It never happened. It's when you oh. have two in the kitchen. Yes. Or if you have more than you can actually repair. No, that's or okay. Or if you're too. sleeping on pinball machines. On. No, that, that's know. also cool. Yes. I want to see that. We need to take the Future Spa and the Hot Doggin and the Space Invaders, put them all next to each other, just put a mattress on top of them. That'd be kind of cool. Please unleash Bruce on Deep Root. I did a little bit. Not much. It just, it just, I've warned people for many years. This has just been a shit show and he just keeps on shitting more. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking, he's a tool. And you remember how he's going to change with his Octo Octo manufacturing. He was going to change everything. And wait, like Octo manufacturing means open eight doors to try to find his manufacturing place. <laughs> <laughs> okay that was Holy good shit. that was good was it like uh get get smart like the doors just opened it's like let's make a deal what's behind door number one or door number two and you're always gonna find a jackass behind it hee-haw <laughs> and that's a fucking deep fruit customer meanwhile haggis posted a video tour of their factory yep which was still making celts for some reason yep. yeah but they're they're making games yeah. They got a lot of stuff in there. Uh, stern price increases. What, what's this about? Was something announced? Did I it's miss always something? Fucking, always time. They always increase pricing and then probably will do it again. Yeah, and it generally matches inflation. Since like the one big jump back in like 2009 or whatever. Let's see. Stewie's opinion would be of interest. As, as long as my game is still affordable, Family Guy, the best stern game ever made. It'll be really affordable because no one wants it. Oh, screw you, Zach. <laughs> you know, while you are on the show, you're so negative. Oh, wait a minute. The very next comment says, more Zach. Hi, Pete. <laughs> Which Zach do you mean, Pete? Do you mean this Zach or Zach Mini or another Zach? Ooh, we can have Zach Sharp also. Mm. We should have the conference of Zachs. 
We should have the three Zacks. The three amigos. The three Zacks. <laughs> I, I listened to the Zach Mania episode, and I was like, wow, I agreed with him more than I expected. Wow. wow. How to dial in a game. Lots of practice and lots of work. Know how the game's supposed to be played. Uh, you can go to Pinside and possibly ask the uh, designer. They may reply. They might. Stu, did he go to Wisconsin? No, he's a loser. He doesn't win shit. Ron went to Wisconsin and kicked ass. Yeah. Ron, why did you sell Star Trek over Spider-Man? Bite me, Ryan C. <laughs> he's right, though. Why did you? Oh, stop. Because Star Trek has no soul. It's got a great soul. It has no soul. Stuff and stuff. Okay. HR, stuff and stuff. Can't get a little, but you can't get enough. HR, stuff and stuff. Crystal says, me. Yes, Crystal Crystal Gemnick, who was on a recent episode of Pinball Profile. Yes. Listen, download it now. There, I think we went through... Uh... All the mail, ball bag. Yeah, that was good. I have somebody... Somebody at the show came up to me and said, you got to say my name. And guess what? I can't remember their name at all. Oh, man. Oh. You have failed. I have failed, so he'll have to message me, email me. He'll know what to say, and I'll remember it, and then, boom. I did say his name once, he said, but he wanted me to say it again. He's like, oh, can you say my name again? You just ask him what show he said your name, and then you can look I it know. up. I we'll to go backwards. I have one last note, because this just happened. Now. Wonka 2.0 came out. Yes, it did, and it makes it everything so easy, so you can now reach all the goals. But why would you want to? Oh, that's right. You guys hate Wonka. I like Wonka. It's terrible. I like Wonka. Especially, I, I've heard that there's a, a setting to turn off the one stupid multiplier rule. That would be so, kind uh, of Sadly, it's not the default, but, you know. I think it shoots like a dream. Nightmare? Yeah. I, I it shoots oh. like a dream because it's a JJP. No, it shoots like a dream because it's a Pat Waller. The two best shooting JJPs are Once both Pat Steve Waller. Once comes in and makes the flippers actually work. Oh, yeah, because he's going to do that because he's he's going to fix their flipper problem. He's going to get right in there and change that code and get it working. Yeah, just like he did on Black Knight. Did we talk about the one hour and 10 minute JJP game, Zach? Was that the Guns N' Roses? Yeah. Yeah, you talked about that. We did. Yeah, just that's all I can think about. But you you can't bring that up because that extra balls on doesn't count. I know, but still an hour and 10 minutes for four pretty good players. That's what happens when you put four pretty good players on a game with extra balls. That plays easy. It could have been worse. It could have been Lord of the Rings. rings Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're thinking of the same thing. Thirty minutes would have taken even longer. I doubt that. Just you and Alberto on your Bastards of the Rings lasted like forty minutes. I know it was good though, and I did catch him and beat him. Yes, to the enjoyment of no one. Oh, everyone enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. As everyone was waiting for the next round. I enjoyed watching. Be like, yeah, I told you, you still can't make it hard enough. I could make it even harder. Oh my! It's be hard enough. I can make it harder. Oh. oh my! All right, man, that was a big list. Uh, one more thing. One more thing. We were talking about Ticonderoga. We did. in September. We were talking about Ticonderoga. The the boat? No. The fort? No. Oh, the Star Trek thing. Yes. Guess who's going to be coming there? Oh, my goodness. Could it be me? It could be you. Oh, my. George Decay. Unfortunately, we have to kidnap him. 
Oh. No, no, just you know bring why? George Takei to George Takei and give him a sign the, the thing. You know what we need to do? He is going to be in Ticonderoga September 24th, September 25th. Oh, no. <laughs> and September 26th. Oh, bye. So now we have a goal to kidnap George Takei <laughs> and bring him to Stomp. No, no. We need to change Stomp from uh, Pinball Comes Home to George Takei Comes Home. There you go. Or we go to Ticonderoga and set up pinball there. It will just bust the entire tournament over. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll put pinball machines in the bus, too, so we can play on the way. Just bringing George Takei over there. Can you sign this? And then immediately yes. leaving from there, going to the to stop. And like, here it is, signed. Okay, so guys, here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock you a little bit. How much do you think the George Takei, oh my... All-inclusive package. That's exactly what the package is called. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I Are you am kidding not. me? The George Takei, oh my, all-inclusive package. Can we, wait, how many How many digits? Okay, it is a lot of digits. So here, here's what it includes. Okay, so you get general admission, a photograph of George Takei, an autograph from George Takei. So he doesn't say you can get an autograph anything that you have. A tour of the Enterprise of Mr. Takai and a chat with Mr. Takai on the bridge. There's 11 still available. How much would you pay? How much would I pay or how much do I think it is? First, how much would you pay? Three bucks. Okay. How much do you think it is? $1,500. $1, you are very close Damn there. It. I'm over. You're over. You, you lose. Now, how much do you think the bridge event tour is? The bridge event. The bridge event is four hundred dollars. Wow! You gonna play cards with George Takai? You can. <laughs> <laughs> For a photograph, you can get your picture with him. How about the autograph? Let's see. Autographs recur. Not yet scheduled to allow you to be present to obtain the autograph. Okay, so sometime during those days, he's there. He will yes. autograph, but it doesn't say when. So we got to kidnap him that weekend, guys. <laughs> Who, whoever kidnaps him and brings him along automatically gets into finals. Yes. Yep. You you you, you, know, you actually win the uh, side tournament. The side tournament. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to attend. Stop! It's so exciting. Oh my! Two events in New York State, both dedicated to George Takai. Pretty cool. One day you'll say his name right, and maybe he'll come. No. No? Okay. No. I don't think I've come in many years. Oh. <laughs> Just bring it on back. On that note, uh, this has been episode 172 of the Slam Till Podcast. We can be reached at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page, and when Bruce posts and asks for questions, that's, that seemed to go over well. Maybe we'll do that in upcoming episodes. If you want to be on a show, I'm offering. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. The all-exclusive package. The oh, my oh yeah. Can we have package. one of those? The all-exclusive, like you get on the show. That would be the main one. Other ones, you just get our, our autographs. Uh, you can get a picture with us. Yep. I like that. I should put that on the website. You should. That'd be fucking hilarious. Get your picture with Bruce Get you, is a certain price. Then with Ron, it's another price. And then with Bruce and Ron, it's more. Get your, get your picture of Zach. One million dollars. Oh, that's the most. Yeah, that's the, the most coveted, of course. No, no, no. no. Picture with Zach with him smiling. No, that's two million. <laughs> <laughs>
No, <laughs> a picture of Zach with him in front of a Star Trek Next Generation. Yes. Smiling. Smiling. There you go. You can make me smile in front of a Star Trek Next Generation, but you can't take a picture. You can just claim you saw it for only $500. Wow. I like where this is going. All right. We don't need no advertisers anymore like the other podcasts do. We just sell ourselves. We just sell ourselves, yes. I can bar slut my out all the way I can. The Slam Till Podcast. We sell ourselves. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> you don't know what to fucking say now. Where was Silver I? Silverball Chronicles. Let's just say it. Oh, yeah. I'm on another podcast called Silverball Chronicles. That can be heard. You can uh, catch us on the Pinball Network. We uh, have an episode that will be upcoming soon. Well, depends how long my compadre, David Dennis, my co-host. Well, actually, he's the host. Takes to edit the podcast, but we should be recording soon. Uh, You can probably guess, based on some recent news that has occurred, who it may be about. I'll just say that. little clue. Did I say our podcast uh, website? Yeah. SlamTillPodcast.com. Check it out. All our links are in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, RSS feed. Email us. I gave that already, but I'll do it again. SlamTillPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to everyone in the world. Zach, you want to plug anything? Want to plug anything, Zach? Death ball? Oh, death ball. Death ball. <laughs> wow, wow, what excitement. When does death ball occur? August 28th. If you somehow live in the area, but have not yet heard about it, you should come. Yes. What, what area? Where are you? Rochester. He is southwest of Rochester. What kind of format is this tournament? It sounds different. Round Robin with a ladder finals. And who is the defending champion of this tournament? Uh, is it Scott? It's me, butthole. <laughs> I know. I knew he was going to forget that. Oh, it's Ron Hallett. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You know, and I put that, I, I display proudly my death ball, and, and this is what I get. Wow. Did you order the death balls finally? Yeah, I've ordered all the death balls to be ready for death ball. And I'm upgrading the size this year. Whoa, Ooh, bigger balls. Oh, my goodness. So if, if anybody else wins, you'll have bigger balls than Ron. Uh, yes. <laughs> and on that note. That, on that note, thanks, everybody. Uh, I'm thinking I'm forgetting something, but I've gone through my list very closely here. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Follow bonus. Hi, Zach. Oh, you're already here. Zach's here. Hi, everyone on our Cluster Vuck thread. Thank you, everybody yes. in the world. Uh, thank you, Pinball, for being so great. Thank you, IFPA, for coming on back. Sure. One dollar fees all around. All around. All around. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye to the person I forgot at Allentown. Ah.